Welcome to 10 Minutes to Being Boss, a bite-sized show for creative business owners where we give you actual insights, tools, and tactics. I'm Corey Winter, and here's your host, Emily Thompson. Okay, Emily, I have a question for you, and it's something that's actually recurring in my life as I've been taking on more client work, but this is actually a question I got from the community, and it is, how do you manage pricing for friends especially those that you want to help, but you know they can't pay full price. Mm, Tell as old as time, I dare say. (laughs) Right? I've gotten this question a million times. Um, And it is something that, I mean, I think we all struggle with. Anyone who has a business struggles, especially anyone who has a business and wants to help people, (laughs) struggles with the idea of giving, especially friends and or family, discounts to what it is that they provide. Um, I think with this question in particular, I need to start with mindset. Um, because you said helping those that you know can't pay full price. Yeah, like I know in one example in, in my personal life, there's a friend that I want to build a new website for because she's an amazing artist and she wants to start selling her artwork. But she's just starting out. She has no money at all. And I know that for sure. So I want to help her, but I also don't want to spend 40, 50 hours building her website if I'm not going to get anything in return. Right. I heard that. You, good feelings don't count. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, and that's that's even part of my answer, which I will get to in a second. So, okay. I think there is a difference between people that you know cannot pay you and people that you're just assuming cannot pay you. So I think that's sort of the mindset shift that I need anyone to make who's dealing with this is there's a difference between thinking people can't pay you and knowing. And if you think they can't pay you, you actually don't know. <laughs> so don't make the, never make that assumption. It's a very bad habit to get into whenever it comes to selling. So first check your mindset and make sure next up, let's say that you, someone is in your case or you let's say are in this, this case where, you know, someone cannot pay and you really do want to help them. I think there are a couple of ways that you can go at this and going to that good feelings thing. One way to think about this is what non-monetary benefits can you get from doing this project? Um, We often think of business very specifically, and we should because that's what business is, but we think of it in a sort of action or an exchange of value in one way or the other, but usually one way is in receiving or the exchange of money. Um, You can exchange other things as well. Let's say this friend has this friend has chickens, <laughs> and you want Hold to on. get eggs. <laughs> Why is that the metaphor you're going with? <laughs> I don't know. It just came to mind. <laughs> I need to do some grocery shopping. Um, let's say um, that your friend does have something that you chickens. Need. We're going with chickens. Who's to say you can't barter? It doesn't have to be. It could be a nice chicken dinner. Um, It doesn't have to be money. There can be exchanges of other things in these situations. The idea, though, is to still make it an equal value transaction in one way or the other. Um, Bartering is still alive and well. And I think in these times may actually end up becoming more of the norm, which I'm totally down for. I've always um, I've always throughout my career and even now have some relationships where I'm bartering in non-traditional ways. I have some long-term bartering relationships with some vendors and things that just work out really well with everyone. 
because it is an equal trade of value. So consider that. Consider what other things can be traded that isn't cash money. Another thing to consider is to set a specific discount for your friends and or family. That way, it's just standard. It can be a standard thing that you just sort of give out. Um, no matter what it is that you do, what it is that you sell, set that rate, whatever it may be. And either they can make it or they can't. Um, but choosing a set discount can be a really easy way to sort of go at these conversations. If someone's like, I really want you to do this thing for me and be like, you know what, you're, you're a friend. So I'm going to give you a 30% off discount or whatever it may be. A sort of tip here too is to always invoice them to show the discount. So invoice as usual, but show them the discount that that you're giving them so that they understand that exchange of value. Um, this was, or this conversation has been had in the community and one boss had a really great idea. She's a designer and she came in and said that one way that she's heard of doing this is to offer discounts, but say that in exchange for those discounts, you get a hundred percent creative freedom. which I think is quite an interesting thing. I'm not really sure how that will work, but the idea here is that you can make these arrangements look like whatever you want, especially in this sort of design realm where like, I often find that discounted or free design projects are usually the most difficult. Like Mm -hmm. these are going to be the people that are going to be the most nitpicky. They're going to come in and have the most edits more so than any of your like best paying clients or sometimes worst paying clients. These people are going to far exceed those. Um, So a way to combat this is to require 100% creative freedom. You can create something for them, give it to them. They like it. High five. If not, they can go pay someone else to do it, which I think is an interesting, um, an interesting idea. I also want to say that if you are, that if you are wanting to do projects like this, it's very important not to hurt your business in the process, which can be a very easy thing to do. So it's very smart to create some boundaries around you offering discounts or discounted services or products to friends and family. So um, I guess with sort of that set discount, that's a nice little boundary and people can use that as they wish. We've done this. um, I've done this with product things before, for sure. You can also do this with services, but especially with services, think about how it is that you can put some boundaries on that so that let's say you're only doing one discounted project per quarter or per, per month whatever it may be, so that you are not sort of working at a discount always. So if let's say your mom comes, she's like, Hey, can you also make me a website? Be like, sorry, mom. Or maybe this should actually, let's say you're doing one for your mom. Let's actually not make mom a part of this at all. Uh, at all. <laughs> let's say friend number one comes around and they're like, I need a website. You decide to do it for a discount. Friend number two comes around and they're like, "Mm, I need one too, also a discount. Instead of doing both of those at the same time, push the second friend off to the next quarter. That way you're not really taking a huge hit across your entire business by doing too many discounted projects for your friends. Because if my mom comes along, I'm not saying no to my mom. I know. I know. That's why I took mom out of this. A whole different set of rules apply to mom for sure. For sure. Um, And then I also want to say that if you have, if you are struggling with people coming to you asking for discounts, you can say no. You can say no to any friend 
You can say no to any family member. You could probably even say no to your mom. <laughs> okay, so quick follow-up then. How do you say no to your friends without hurting their feelings? You have no control over their feelings. <laughs> Number one, that's a very important thing to understand. You could say yes or no, and their feelings are on them. A hundred percent. I love, and this is what I actually learned from Kathleen. I love replying with, I just don't have the bandwidth right now. Or I don't have room for it in my schedule or whatever it may be so that you are not, it's not that you're making the decision, it's that your business or your current project load or whatever it is, is actually making this decision for you. I think that's probably one of the easiest tactics. You can also go further. Like if it's, if you are saying no, because you don't think you're the right fit, tell them that be like, you know, I know that I design websites, but I actually have no idea how to use this platform that you're wanting to use. Or I have no experience working with your kinds of businesses or whatever it may be. You can actually give them a good reason why it is that you're saying no. So I think those two things are my biggest tips. You can also like, no is also a full sentence. (laughs) And then their feelings are on them. You can then buy them a cocktail. There you go. Or you could even, once they do go and find someone else to do the thing for them, you could support it once it's live. For sure. And I think that's the thing too. Feel free to recommend them to someone else. Whatever it may be. Regardless, this can be a sticky situation, but it doesn't have to be. And I think the key here is to be proactive. Think about any sort of boundaries or discounts, you can go ahead and allot to these things. Prior to this, um, consider other things in your life that you would take instead of money, whether that be eggs or art, (laughs) whatever it may be, Um, because I think there are some interesting opportunities there as well. Have questions and looking for answers? Join bosses from around the world in the Being Boss community and be a part of an ongoing conversation about cultivating a boss mindset, creating healthy boundaries, some real-life business tactics, and more. Learn more and join us at beingboss.club community.